This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Claudia Jordan. We are back with TGIF. We're here to spill the tea, break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, and get ready to sip on this hot tea. Please welcome Al Reynolds. What's up, Al? Uh, what's going on, Claudia? I like that shirt. That's cute. That long Thank sleeve? You. I think so. Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. And our special guest co-host, Dustin Ross. What's up, Dustin? What's happening, Claudia? What's up, Al? Happy to be here once again. Yeah, we love How you been liking it, Dustin? Oh, I love it here, man. I love it here. I love sparring with you. I love talking trash with Claudia. It's a good time. <laughs> Thank you both for welcoming me. It's been great this week. Well, um, I told you to look in the comments what they've been saying about you. They say you be you you giving that energy. So you much love yeah. to the soulmates, baby. Me and the soulmates, we got a thing going on now. They That's like you. They are happy. They happy. They happy. <laughs> All right, we gonna make y'all happy by getting into the show. But first, I gotta ask my co-host, what y'all drinking on? Y'all drinking tonight? Absolutely, absolutely. You know me and my buttery chardonnay, my go-to when it comes to spilling this tea. Okay, and same with you. It's nineteen forty-two. 42 baby it's been a celebration all week so we drink it <laughs> yeah. are you gonna have any left <laughs> by the yeah, end of the week? Is that I bottle i need bottle. to see that bottle i buy the big bottles al <laughs> how big is it? you got that good money <laughs> all right let's not be sexually harassing our co-hosts this early in the show not saying we won't it just won't be this early <laughs> all right i'm drinking tea let's get into the show now folks are alleging that donald just well, wow just out the gate, y'all. Oh, soulmates, my apologies, but this is the news. Folks are alleging that Donald Trump has syphilis. During his civil defamation trial, a photo of Trump was taken showing a cluster of red sores on his hand. According to Democratic strategist James Carvel, these hand cuts could possibly be signs of syphilis. And Carvel said, I think there's a good chance. <laughs> this is so disgusting <laughs> he said I think there's a good chance that this man has the clap mm-hmm. what do y'all think about these claims tell someone go to you first not to say you're an expert on the clap or not like that I'm, it's no shade I'm just going to you first because you had a reaction oh, what do you tra- think you think he got the clap trust me none taken but that would track for him to have that because syphilis is something that if you manage it you can get rid of it right but we know him to be lazy irrational um, not really give a damn about cleanliness and health, armpits and neck rolls, steaming and stinking, green smoke coming out of his butt crack. That's what we see. <laughs> we see he's a, he's a big sloppy mess, like on Lean On Me when uh, Joe Clark said he was a slovingly sloppy boy. That's what Donald Trump is. And so this tracks for me. Um, I totally believe it's whatever the worst medical case scenario is. That's what that is on his hands. <laughs> no grace, no, no, no doubt, no shadow of doubt. It. That is it. Yes. Al, is it giving syphilis or not? Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, possibly, I think he said secondary syphilis. I don't know. This is what I do know, and I'm going to shift it a little bit because I know Dustin was really giving him a good read. Uh, but the way that he swept Ohio, Claudia, I'm concerned. Iowa. I'm, Iowa. I'm concerned. Iowa, sorry. What did I say? Ohio. What did I say? Yep. The way he swept, uh, the way he swept, Iowa, I am super freaking concerned. And listen, how does a former president of the United States and a current candidate or presidential candidate for president have all these cases against him? He has four criminal trials going on at the same time. He has 91 criminal charges. He has a the Carroll defamation case where he was found liable. That might be where he got the syphilis. No, I don't want to say that. Let me take that back. <laughs> Uh-huh. Look, I want to. I don't, allegedly, um, election interference in Georgia, falsifying business records and documents for banks for loans, and mishandling and refusing to return classified records after leaving the White House. I, I just don't get it. What are we not seeing as Americans that we will allow all of this nonsense, plus a possible syphilis carrier, to run this country? <laughs> you know what? It, to me, it exposes the Republican Party and especially the evangelists, uh, evangelicals in this country. Y'all are full of. 
Y'all claim to be the party of values. Y'all claim to be the party of smaller government. That means not telling you what to do in your bedroom, not telling you who you can love, and not telling you what to do. Y'all have managed to make your party be everything that you claim it was not. Y'all are showing your slip. You're full of crap. You're liars. And this is continued white lash. Y'all still mad about Barack Obama. So the whitest thing, the furthest thing away from from Barack Obama is what y'all want. Y'all are so fake. And Iowa, I ain't worried about you. Who lives in Iowa? There's not that many people there. The population is low. But of the population, 87% are white. 3% 3% are black and like 3% are other. So it's the least diverse. It's one of the least diverse states, save for like a Wyoming. So it ain't like what they say. They, they, Iowa does not represent America. It represents whiteness. And them white folks came out to support their cult leader. And let me tell you this. They usually vote like this. This ain't new. They vote like this. And this is the Republican primary so we'll see what happens um i hope in the, the independents are going to save the day on this one if you are okay with with january 6th if you're okay with him raw dogging porn stars while his wife is giving birth if you're okay with all the uh, inflammatory things the muslim bands are uh, anti the get rid of yeah, can you please be against syphilis <laughs> at the very least like this is my campaign slogan if not anything else, just be vote against syphilis. He couldn't even really? do syphilis. He got, he got secondary Jeez. syphilis. He couldn't even get syphilis right. <laughs> and syphilis affects your brain. That's why you do crazy stuff. And he has a he always sniffing too. So clock that tea. All right, moving on. Oh, I mm. and we couldn't show the picture here, but y'all Google Donald Trump syphilis and you'll see the hand. It's all sort of like imagine all the hands he's shaking. What put coochie did he grab that he got that? Anyways, we gotta move mm. on. Fitness instructor instructor Jillian Michaels is calling out Oprah Winfrey for allegedly profiting off Ozempic. Okay, Jillian, there will be no Ozempic slander on this show. All right, Jillian said Oprah has a financial incentive with Ozempic. I believe she's one of the biggest shareholders of Weight Watchers, and Weight Watchers is now in the Ozempic business. She also stated that Ozempic is the easy way out and has a laundry list of negative effects. Do you think everyone who jumped on the Ozempic train is is going to regret it later? Al, I'm gonna go to you on this. What do you think? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. And I don't think it's 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 I don't think it's fair for her to say that it's cheating because everybody's circumstances are different. To jumpstart an overweight, obese, diabetic individual that we know simply if they don't cut their consumption, they're never going to lose the weight. It's nothing wrong with them using this drug. Just like it's nothing wrong with someone nowadays, as long as it's safe for their health profile and they're trying to shed 20 or 30 pounds to use this drug. Now, this is the deal. Julian's been on her fitness journey for decades now. And it does make her a fitness expert. But let me tell you what it doesn't make you, Miss Julian Michaels. It doesn't make you a medical expert. And that that there is the big difference. Now, I was reading the comments in the post and some of the people didn't have the same experience that she said. Some of the people said that they have taken a Zempic and it has not only been beneficial, but they've been able to keep the weight off. So listen to each its own. If it works for you, use it. If it doesn't work for you, don't use it. If you want to know the long term medical effects, then continue to have the dialogue with your medical professional, a medical expert, not a fitness expert. All right. I hear you, Al. Uh, Dustin, what are your thoughts? Yeah, Jillian Michaels ain't nothing to me. She's just, you know, another random fitness trainer who got some gigs on TV and now has branded herself as a fitness expert. Uh, she needs to keep Oprah's name out of her mouth. And I guarantee you, if Oprah slid through them clothes like she did on The Color Purple and checked her like she checked Silly when she said, you told <laughs> Oprah to beat me, I think Jillian would turn into Karen real quick and start crying and running away. That tough guy act she did on The Biggest Loser and all the other television appearances we've seen her do don't mean nothing to me. I find it highly disrespectful. It's an inappropriate time to do so. And talk about somebody else because Erica Jane on the Beverly Hills Housewives has been openly speaking out about Ozempic, as have many other white celebrities. And I haven't heard her open her thin mouth to say one word about anybody else. So mm-hmm. keep it off of Oprah. Not thin mouth. Yeah. Okay, look, um, I agree. She's not a medical expert. She's she's definitely could speak on working out. What is that look, though? Jealousy of Oprah. <laughs> Here's the thing, Jillian. Um, as a former athlete, and we all have been in, in sports, 
I understand the looking down at one's nose at people that take shortcuts, okay? Because I kind of used to be like that before I hit my late 40s. And your perspective may change when your body starts to kind of, you feel like you're fighting against your very own chemistry. I mean, I worked out all through the entire pandemic. I'm talking seven miles a day, running, jogging, walking, and I could not lose weight because my body dynamics had changed. My my metabolism slowed down. Think my hormones were changing. Things just change in my body. So never say never. I was the one that said I would never get a Botox or I would never get a filler. I would never take a shortcut. I would never get a lipo. And now I'm like, I might snatch this waist in a little bit. I might do a little something. You don't know until you get there and life changes for you. Oprah is what, 70 years old? She's at least 60 something years old. She's not, what the hell is Oprah? Okay. She's something. She's up there, right? And this is the Mm -hmm. best she's ever looked. This woman has publicly struggled with her weight and been the butt of jokes for a long time. She finally found something that works for her and she did it. She's not hurting anybody. Why does it bother you so much? Oprah Winfrey could not work out the way she could at your age or or at at your prior glory days, Jillian. I just think it's unnecessary. And y'all are right. There have been other white celebrities that have been very pro Ozempic, and you ain't talking about them. So go go ahead and knock it off. Like why do why are we such targets? It's right. it's giving jealousy because she, she's a billionaire, and there's an argument to be made that her body's looking better than yours right now. <laughs> you can tell it was pure hate the way she was trying to connect all those dots. But, you know, she's a shareholder and Weight Watchers. You know, they bought ain't no Ozempic. Just all of that 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 whisper and scuttlebutt that she was putting into that article. It was ridiculous to me, and it really looked like. Big hater vibe. So moving on, Oprah, you look beautiful. Isn't that good business, though? Don't you want to promote? Like, Al, you going to promote your... If you get that wine, you're going to promote it here. I'm going to promote my lipstick line. Dustin, you're going to promote your shows. You're supposed to post things and promote things that benefit you financially. Absolutely. Oh, Oh, Jillian. Dr. Umar shared that he believes that people who are sexually promiscuous are emotionally damaged... He said emotionally traumatized people require constant validation from others. All right, y'all. Do you think there is some truth to this? Um, Al, what do you think? Yeah, absolutely. We know that this is true. And there's a ton of uh, scientific uh, literature. There's ton, tons of scientific research out there to uh, support these assertions. Now, this is the interesting part. What we've seen in the last 20 years with the influx of the internet, the influx of IG and social media, is that there's a lot of what they call SEM, sexually explicit media, that is introduced to people at a younger age. And because it's introduced to them at a younger age, the risky sexual behavior then emerges as they turn into adults. That's given, that's literature, that's, that's, it's in our rap songs. It's in our um, on our IG pages. Every time it's in all our magazines. It's in our in our in our in our sports figures. So we really do need to in this country recalibrate. And now I understand why the FEC the FCC had at one time would not allow certain positions or certain parts of the body to be shown because of how it can over time program people to have this risky sexual behavior. So everything that he says makes sense. Everything that he says is backed up by science. And and all I know is that for us, we have to do better. Because 10 years ago, and I hate to say this, but 10 years ago, you didn't glorify strippers. You didn't glorify sex workers and you didn't glorify porn stars. Nowadays, young people are more eager to twerk and be strippers and be sex workers and porn stars than they are to be teachers and nurses and doctors and lawyers or just plain out hardworking uh, blue collar folks. And that there is where the problem lies. All right. Dustin, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I'm not buying it. Sorry, Al. I feel like uh, I don't know who died and made Umar Johnson an expert on all things black relationships, but he is not. I understand that he is a clinical. He has a background, I should say, in clinical psychology, but his real name is Jermaine Shoemake. And that's who I see every time he makes a video, just a regular guy spewing hot air off his chest, just like he did here with these very broad stroke general statements that he made that while there may be some scientific research to support part of what he's saying, every woman who has experienced trauma doesn't seek out validation from a man as a result. That's just simply inaccurate. It's factually inaccurate. And so once again, we just have him spewing off his chest, whatever he feels like his big idea is that he wants to share with the world, usually from a playground or inside of a vehicle. 
So miss me with this. While yes, that does happen sometimes, I don't see this as, um, you know, our source of a beacon of light for hope in male and female relationships in the black community. Did he say, did he say only females? Yeah, he was okay. speaking on females. I was speaking on females. Once again. Yeah, Claudia, exactly. Mansplaining. Mansplaining. Um, I often wonder how different life would be if we didn't have social media, mm-hmm. you know, remember when you had to like, when you would get on television, it would be like, you know, a, an interview, something more serious. Now, like you can really go viral off these statements that get people inflamed or get them like, you know, just, just get people riled up. I just wonder, I don't know, just kind of maybe think about that. Cause like this becomes news when it could have just stayed in your thoughts. Absolutely. Coming up next, find out why a man is suing 27 women. And later, Soldier Boy has ill wishes for Blueface. Stay tuned. Oh, Lord, we'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, welcome back to TGIF. All right, a man in Chicago is suing 27 women over negative reviews he received in a Facebook group. The Facebook group is called, Are We Dating the Same Guy? That's a place where women can get the tea on men they're dating. Now, 32-year-old Nico D'Ambrosio received feedback that he got clingy and is a ghoster. <laughs> he filed a whole lawsuit. Do you think this is warranted? I would think about this lawsuit. Mm, I think it's interesting. I think two things can be true at the same time, obviously, because one half the group is saying he's clinging. The other half says he's a ghoster. You can't be clinging, clinging and a ghoster, can you? Those two really shouldn't be in the same sentence. I think what's interesting, though, is after seeing this type of group established on Facebook, I think there should be some type of rule. I think we need to develop better rules surrounding, or maybe it's internet law, and maybe a soulmate can help us out, whoever has studied digital law or internet law, and tell us, is is this fair? Because I can imagine in a small town, if you develop a face a Facebook group, it could possibly affect your business, especially if you're a small business and an entrepreneur. So I don't know if I like it. Okay, Dustin, what do you think? Yeah, I think this is utterly ridiculous for several reasons. Number one, a Facebook group called uh, Are We Dating the Same Guy is nothing but um, commodified gossip, right? It's just gossip all put into one pile for people to go through. And I don't really see the damning impact of, you know, these ridiculous accusations. Much to Al's point, you can't be a ghoster and clingy at the same time. It just doesn't even make sense. So that makes the entire thing laughable to me. And it's no different than rumors being or whispers heard, you know, around town about a playboy or playgirl reputation for someone. It's it's really not that deep. And I think he definitely needs to grow up. If you could sue or have a lawsuit or get financial compensation for negative reviews or comments on the internet, I would be richer than Jeff Bezos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, all of us would have quite a large sum of money just sitting around like, grow up, dude. A lawsuit because some women did not like you and hurt your feelings. <laughs> now, there are some things in the uh, in the internet world. I do think that they could tighten up and do some laws, especially, and I'm glad they cracked down like with revenge porn and those types of things. And there are some things that have been very, that can be very damaging. But someone saying I wasn't, I didn't feel him on a date. I didn't like him while he was clingy. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I think we're in an era now where nobody wants to ever be accountable for what they do. Everything, everybody wants to be seen as so perfect, unflawed. I have nothing wrong with me. Everybody wants a participation trophy and we can't handle like what we used to. We're all of a certain age, it's same age range, right? When we grew up, sometimes we were kind of mean to each other, kids. And that's how you got your thick skin. And that's how you also developed what we like to call coping skills. And if you just constantly are told the positive about you're so awesome, you're so great. Oh, you're my little winner too, even though you got last place. You never develop coping skills or a tough skin. And that's why this idiot is having a lawsuit against 27 women. Who really going to file 27 lawsuits? 
You gonna pay for that? Okay, it's giving male Karen. All right, a woman went viral after cooking up a mouse and recording her reaction. Uh, I'm quite, I'm sorry, recording the reaction her body had after eating it. Once again, imagine how life would be without the internet. Take a look. My freaking neck broke the freak out. So basically, I don't know. I'm going to go to the hospital though because this could be rabies or anything. I'm tired, y'all. I'm, I'm just tired. I'm just tired of stupid ass human beings. Are we shocked that you ate a mouse? That was it. Why is a mouse in your house, first of all? And you cooked it and threw it into your pot and you made a land boil. And now we're supposed to feel away about you having an allergic reaction to vermin that probably has rabies, you idiot. Sorry, Al, go ahead. Well, is this, is, are these mice that she found in her house? I think. Or we right. don't know, or did she buy them? I don't know about that part. Well, see, the interesting part here is if you really do your research, mice, we're talking about eating mice in Asia is a is a cuisine. It's it's just like how we eat sardines here and it's served on many menus if you ever travel through or around Asia and especially in China because back in the day Chinese people used to eat mice in order to better their breathing. So this is funny why she was saying about around her throat and her neck because that's used to be why they ate mice back in the day to relieve themselves of breathing problems, especially for people who had asthma or bronchitis. So I, I, I think this is probably a little bit of internet trolling because if she looks at the history of what mice do, she's on the opposite side of the spectrum because she's thinking about it in like the common day terms in the United States. Now, if these mice have been running around very deadly areas, like in the bottom of houses and all that type of stuff, you don't know what type of disease they can catch. Now that's a different story, but mice, in general are cuisine that's been eaten in Asia for hundreds and hundreds of years and has been in, having medical benefits for many people in China. So I'm really not understanding what she's talking about. I don't think this was a Chinese mouse. Though. I think this was like a Cleveland mouse. <laughs> or like a no, it's, it's mice in general, baby mice in general, just, like, just like sardines. But their environment is different. Like if you have sardines out of Lake Erie, Oh, I'm sorry, not a lake, but out of a dirty ass part of the ocean. <laughs> and then you have sardines out of a clean part of the ocean. Her <laughs> mouse was in her house, so it was probably attracted to filth. Like if you have mice, you probably had some kind of- yeah. Oh, so it was in her house. Yeah, I think she said she caught it. Oh, she deserves everything she gets <laughs> if she catches a mice in her house and she eats it. Now, I know grocery prices are high as hell and so is gas through the roof, but we not catching rodents out of our, out of our basement and chewing them up just for the fun of it. Dustin, what are your thoughts? You know, when she started using mice as a singular noun, right? She said, I ate the mice. And when I cut the mice open, she was referring to one mouse as mice. I just checked out because it explained this crazy ass <laughs> behavior. And she's crazy. It's no, it's no other way to wrap it up. It's no nice way to present it. Anybody eating a mouse in 2024, something ain't clicking. And that's just as far as I got for her. I, I you know, I hope her neck is all right. Now, don't they sell rats? They sell rats. They sell rats in the grocery stores now. You know they that? Reptiles and stuff, right? <laughs> for your animals, I don't think for right. consumption, though, eh? No, they're at the grocery store. No, they're at the grocery store. You can eat a... Where? I mean, it's, 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 there is a place in New York you can buy them, honestly. Go on I social agree. media. Uh, <laughs> Gelson's in <laughs> the Everywhere you want to name it, I have never seen a mice. Or excuse me, I sound like her now. She oh, does it? Never seen a rat. I've never seen a mouse. Okay, so you've never I'm, seen a mouse in your life. I said in a grocery store. Al. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, they're there. Well, some. Well, not all. I'm just saying they yeah, they are sold fun. in frozen rats, not mice. Frozen rats are I, I, sold in a grocery store. We gotta find this because I uh, can we find a so mice. Please try to find a picture of this because I want to see this. Mm -hmm. All right. A hot ass mess. All right. Speaking of clout chasing, a woman has been charged with felony theft by deception after claiming that a man assaulted her with a brick. Now, the woman allegedly launched a fraudulent GoFundMe campaign and collected at least $42,000. Now, she's being accused of making the entire story up. Can you believe this, Dustin? What do you think? No, it's just it's heartbreaking to see, you know, um, Right now, we need really positive stories. And I remember the, the the very spirited conversations that were circling this headline when it first happened. 
So it's just a tragic end. And I know she's not been cooperating with the police and her um, turning herself in to get this thing over with. So I just wish a fast, speedy return. And I don't want this to become a situation where everyone in the world is now talking about the brick lady. I hate that they've even given her a nickname because once again, we're going to push this black girl's mistake to the front of the headlines and everybody's going to talk about her and how wrong the mistake she made was when there are countless other people who don't look like her or I who make worse and, and more damning, more damaging mistakes every single day. So while she did was while what she did rather was terrible, I'm ready for her to fix this. So it and her, to be honest with you, can go away. Okay, Al, what do you think about this? Mm, the jig is up, beautiful. The jig is up. And they need to find her and they need to put her in jail. So I've been following this case because it was just interesting to me because a lot of it I didn't believe. And what I found out is she's somewhat of a serial liar and she's definitely somewhat of a serial liar when it comes to black men. And mm. apparently her online existence is talking about and exposing black men. And I don't like that. That's dangerous. It's not safe and definitely not coming from, I'm not sure if she's an African-American woman. She looks like she may be from somewhere else but not coming from a black woman in general now and making up stories to me that that's just not healthy i don't like it when people can weaponize their platforms or their access to platforms to hurt other people it's not fair she needs to go to jail she needs to stop running from the law she's talking about she's looking for a lawyer to represent her is the reason why she hasn't turned herself in i don't believe you you lied in the past you're probably lying now and when they do find her a part of her a sentence should be restricting her ability to have access to to the internet and ban her from certain platforms, especially the platform in which she created this whole hoax. And bricks. What yeah. happened to her face? So I heard some people said she had an allergic reaction or something, like because uh, she did have some swelling in her face. So did she eat mm -hmm. a mouse too? She ate mouse. So sis, I gotta just talk to you real quick. Um, you know, I try to defend women, black women, because I we're constantly under attack. And because of that, that makes this all the more dangerous that you did this. Because all too many Black women are not believed when they do come forward mm -hmm. with legitimate claims to be out here playing around, blaming this one and that one. That's a dangerous, dangerous thing to do, a dangerous game. And it's actually giving Karen vibes. Matter of fact, I just watched the movie Karen on uh, All Black and I, it was really good. Anyways, um, I, I just don't like when people do this, just like I don't like when people fake sexual assault claims, uh, all this stuff, because the damage is done, right? Like, say somebody was punished for this and they believe you, because right. I mean, why would we not believe you? You have your face is swollen, you look nuts. You know what I mean? And if you're targeting black and brown men, are you no better than the, than the racist white women that do this, that we made up the name Karen for? Mm -hmm. Are you no better than them? Because that's exactly what you're doing. And you as a black woman should understand false allegations and false false accusations more than anyone else says. This is dangerous. Turn yourself in. Apologize. We can forgive you if you take accountability and say, you know mm -hmm. what, I was in a weird place. But do no, this is not it. It's actually and it does suck that you're gonna be called the brick lady. It does. And speaking of that, Claudia, I actually just saw uh, where she posted a response to this and she said that her name is not Brick Lady. The abuse never stopped. She said that her name is Rhoda and she is a victim. She was harmed and she never harmed anyone. But someone named Olin Douglas harmed her. So apparently there's more to the story on her behalf. I'm willing to give her the benefit of the doubt. Okay. Again, I don't want to vilify this black woman um, unnecessarily. So I'm I'm interested in hearing what she has to say right now. It's not looking too good for her, but I am going to listen to what she has to say. So she is standing on a bench and she's giving a name. OK, yes. well, I, you know, we will keep out. <laughs> That's a deal, though. If she's standing on it, go to the cops and create a, a police report. You don't have to run from the cops if you're in the right, sweetheart. You're running from the cops because you're hiding something. And that's period. End of story. Find her ass, put her ass in jail, stop the lies and let's go on and turn the page. After you investigate and find out that that guy didn't really. All right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. For, uh, all right, for all right, we got a few y'all in the chat. Thank you so much. Over 4,000 watching. Thank you so much for checking in with us. All right. If you're enjoying the show, give us some flames. Give us some purple hearts. Give us some love. All right. Coming up next, Soldier Boy shares his wishes for Blueface. And later, a man spends the entire flight in the bathroom. Oh, you know, he was doing some things. We'll be right back and talk all about it. We'll be right back.
All right, welcome back to TGIF. Blueface is no longer a member of society after turning himself into jail this week. Soldier Boy spoke on the situation, said, better hope I don't pay somebody $2,000 to bleep your ass. Now, even though we aren't a fan of Blueface, do you think there is ever a place to joke about sexual assault? Al, what do you think? Oh, man, I didn't like this. I, I Honestly, let me tell you something. I'm sorry, rape is something, because he said he's going to pay him $2,000 to pump him in the booty. Uh, rape is something you should never, ever joke about, whether it's man to woman, man to man, woman to woman, woman to man. It's just not a joke, and it's not something we should use it as an insult. It's almost like, you know how like we say kids are off limits, um, elderly people are off limits. I think using rape in jokes me personally, just in how I feel, should be off limits. Yeah, you know, it's like one of those unspoken things that you just shouldn't be throwing around so lackadaisically. That I mean, and that's my opinion. What you think, uh, Dustin? You know, uh, rape is not funny. Sexual assault is not funny. That's a full stop for me. Full stop, hard stop. But once we evolve the conversation from that to who we're discussing, right? Which is Soldier Boy and Blueface, who Soldier Boy actually wasn't joking. I think he was speaking in jest, but that wasn't a joke. Him and Blueface are in the middle of a huge confrontation. Um, they they are definitely in a combative state with one another. And for me personally, I don't have any grace or wiggle room to give Blueface. He's a complete idiot. Um, he has been happily um, and intentionally harmful and disruptive to so many communities. Um, we're not even going to get on the horrible, terrible things that he's done and said surrounding his own children. Um, so I don't feel no ways tired for Blueface. He can get it all. I think that um, he deserves all the cheap shots and digs that Soldier Boy sends his way. And I don't feel sorry for him at all. But sexual assault, there's nothing funny about that. And that's nothing to laugh at. You know, it's... it. I, I feel the same way about Blueface. I think he's a hot ass mess, and the things that him, his, his whole family's a hot ass mess. Okay, his mama, him, it's just very disruptive, and I hate the way the the appetite for their shenanigans has blown them up and put a lot of money in their pockets. I think there's enough stuff you can find to pick on with Blueface, but you don't have to use rape. Uh, he is an idiot. Uh, the comments he made to his son about being gay, uh, asking, questioning him, was very inappropriate. There's so many things wrong with this man that that was kind of lazy. I think the rape thing was kind of right. lazy. Um, but, you know, Luffy is going to a fan of his antics. They're not. And he'll get what's uh, ju do, just due to him. Soldier Boy, you don't have to put yourself out there and kind of, I don't know, it's kind of, is that, board, is that borderline terroristic threat? I don't know. That's not really cool to say that either. Just relax, Soldier Boy. Sit back and relax. And people are going to get their karma in 2024. Have you not seen the trend? People are getting theirs, and Blueface is finally getting some, you know, accountability for his actions. So he'll be all right. And I don't, he might, I don't know, he might like being in jail. All right, social media is debating on whether Lil Wayne's kids were disrespectful while meeting Queen Latifah. Take a look. Uh, a lot of people are saying the kids should have stood up to shake her hand. Where do you stand on this topic, Justin? Do you think it was disrespectful or, or not? No, I don't think it was disrespectful at all. They were little kids. They don't know who Queen Latifah is. They looked her in the eye when they spoke to her and shook her hand. I think that was totally appropriate. They could have gotten up, I guess, to greet her. But, I mean, half the people in the comment section's kids ain't getting up for Queen Latifah either. So I don't really see anything wrong with this. Um, I think those little boys, I was happy to see those little black boys and that rich father sitting courtside at the game and Queen Latifah, who's an icon in our community and culture, down there hobnobbing and rubbing elbows with little Wayne. I love that. So I didn't see anything wrong with it. All right, Al, when you were growing up in a horse pass in Virginia, if you didn't stand up to greet an elder, would you be in trouble? What do you think about this? Hell yeah, I would be in trouble. Hell yeah, I would be in trouble. And you know what? I think it's it's times have changed, though. I mean, any anybody, I, I don't see, I see this as being very disrespectful. Obviously, a lot of people aren't going to agree with me. 
Um, I think it's about parenting. When I was growing up, if your parent introduced you to an elderly, it doesn't matter if it's Queen Latifah, Queen Anne, Obama, or the nurse at the church, you stood up, you looked them in the eye, and you said, nice to meet you or pleasure to meet you. That's just home training from where horse faster Virginia. Now, the thing that I would like to say, though, is I don't, like I said before, I don't like talking about people's kids. So I'm not going to pass judgment on his kids and his and, and, and what they did. But I want to find something more positive. And the positive here for me is that I just love how little Wayne always shows respect to his female rappers. He constantly in interviews are always talking about how Missy Elliott is his favorite rapper, period. Um, he's always seen respecting them, inviting them on collaborations and doing great things with them. So I'm gonna give Lil Wayne a little thumbs up on always supporting and being in the corner of black females and especially black female rappers. I didn't think it was disrespectful. Now, kids nowadays barely look up from their phones to even know what's going on in the world around them. Like that would have been disrespectful. Like, hey, hey, what's up? They they were they were looking up at her and they're also on the front row. So standing up is a little bit weird sometimes. I don't know. When you're in that front row, you blocking people's view. I don't know. I just feel like they didn't do anything wrong. And I think people, once again, are finding a way to demonize young black kids with them not being disrespectful. Now, I think Wayne would not even allow those kids to be disrespectful right. to Queen Latifah as much respect as he clearly has for her. And they probably have no idea. Like they, they young and we old. <laughs> All right. Keep it locked because coming up next, a man spends the entire flight in the airplane, in the bathroom. And later an heiress is looking to give away her fortune. Oh, who's this lady? We'll be right back. We'll talk about it. Stick around. All right, welcome back to TGIF. Let's get into this story. Now, a Spice jet passenger was forced to remain in the airplane bathroom for nearly the entirety of the flight. Now, as the flight took off, the passenger went to the restroom like normal. Now, when trying to exit the bathroom, he encountered a lock malfunction and was unable to open the door. Now, the flight crew was unable to get the door to open on their end, so they told him to remain seated on the toilet until landing and they would get to an engineer to come on out. What would you do in this situation, Al? I already know you're going to sue somebody. Uh, definitely suing somebody. He's suing. You know that. I'm suing somebody for something. Um, this is weird. I hope there was more than one bathroom on that plane because I've never heard of this plane fleet. What's the name of the fleet again, Claudia? Ice Jet. That scares me. Ice Jet. Has anybody ever flown on Spice Jet? Drop down in the comments, soulmates. I've never flown it. Hopefully they had more than one bathroom, though, because... <laughs> Not using the bathroom on any flight is like torture to me, but I'm glad they got him out. But if it was me, you definitely would be speaking to my lawyers like within the hour. Okay, Dustin, thoughts? Yeah, well, first, my first thought is that if he went in there and blew that bathroom up, then that's what he gets because he's the only one that deserves to smell that for the whole flight, not the other passengers that got to come in behind him. My second thought is that I'm sleeping any damn way. I'm one of those people who goes to sleep as soon as the plane takes off and I wake up when we're landing. I love flying from New York to L.A. that way. Some of the best sleep I ever get. So I really don't care personally. But for him, I think that was a terrible experience. I do know that this SpiceJet Airlines, I guess it's like a, a domestic airline service in India. It flies across India to different locations. Um, so I don't know, but it seems like some Spirit Airlines, Frontier Airlines kind of vibes to me mm -hmm. uh, for the people over there in India. And uh, like Al said, you know, it might be Spice Jet, but I hope the passengers hadn't been eating nothing spicy because <laughs> it really put them in a bad position. You know, this could have really, really been bad. Like, say your young child went to the bathroom by itself. Yeah. and was stuck in there for three, four hours or however long the flight was, say, like, you know, because you would let a kid go into the bathroom at, like, uh, maybe, like, six years old, whatever, I mean, I would think, right? Imagine if your kid was just stuck in there by itself, scared, not knowing what's going on, not able to get out. Like, this is scary. Oh, they definitely deserve whatever lawsuit that this person hopefully files. I mean, that would be scary as hell. At least give them some, like, free flights or, I don't, well, I don't even, what, then you probably wouldn't want a free flight on, but with Jet Spice? Jet they spice. would never see me again. Jed Spice. Ooh, we got to do better airlines. All right, moving on. A man who got five women pregnant at the same time hosted a joint baby shower for all of the mothers. What do you have to say about this? Dustin, I'm going to go back to you on this one. What do you think? Resourceful. 
this is how we manage money in 2024 right oh, here. If we, if we all on the same page and let's all do it together. This is mm -hmm. community. This is being resourceful. This is working together and networking with the people in your orbit. You know what I'm saying? This is also a damn shame. You got five same five women pregnant by the same man in the same baby shower. It's just a little different for me. But if it works for these people, then, you know, good for them and their five children. Uh, what do you think about this? Now, listen, <laughs> I'm not going to sit up here on this good internet and act like this is okay. This is not okay. And I'm going to say, Nick Cannon, this is your fault. And this is just bad on so many levels. Number one, women, why are you putting yourself in these situations, number one, where you have been, you are surrounded by four other women that was with the guy that you thought you were dating and building a relationship with, only to find out that he is doing the same with so many other women. Now, if they're in a polygamous relationship, okay, that's a different story. I will change what I have to say. But anything outside of that, this is absolutely ridiculous. And I was going to say, he either has to have money or he's got a strong no, he don't have money because at least Nick Cannon had a separate baby shower for each one of his girls. He <laughs> had to get, do a little bit of consolidation, which to me, it doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm probably showing my age, but this right here is just it just screams irresponsible. It screams for the women like, what are you thinking? And it screams for those future kids and their future families that they're gonna be a part of, that this is normal and this is not normal. I'm sorry, you can't be an effective dad in five different households at the same time. I don't care what anybody says. That's why I'm looking at him crazy, not them women, because why would he put himself in that position to be the father of five newborn babies at the same time, five child support payments, five everything. That's him being utterly irresponsible to me. This mm. is so ghetto. This is so ghetto. First of all, to the man, you busted to have five pre pregnant women, maybe more, because maybe there's others that didn't get pregnant that month. Like, the, you, uh, then, listen, when you have a, a baby shower, a bridal shower, though, in your wedding, those are special days in a woman's life that should be your special day. The fact that the esteem is low enough, the self-esteem is low enough where you're okay sharing it with four other women. I I think this, I, I, I can't have my own day. I got to share the floor with the other women you were either cheating on me with if we weren't, we're not in a polygamous relationship or just other women you were messing with. And I can't imagine the horrific pH levels of all these women <laughs> sharing the same pH. You be talking about that pH level, man. It's real, man. If you're, that's how you know your dudes sleeping around. It'll throw your whole pH level off. Even if you think you wipe it off in the sink, you are still messing up these people's pH levels. I promise you, it's a lot of like things going on over there. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't have your own special day where it's all about you and your future baby. You gotta look over and see the other girl. Uh, I think this is so disgusting. Once again, race right to the bottom, fellas or have strong, committed relationships with, or raise a kid with. And ladies, stop this. Before we move on, because I know we have to move on. I just feel like if this young generation of men and women will take that energy and focus that they put towards getting acceptance from a man or a woman and having babies and having relationships and having sex, if you take some of that energy and just shift it, just shift it into a business or shift it into education or shift it into a trade, gosh, as a community, we could really lift ourselves up because it's easy, apparently, for us to make a baby. But well, so hard for us to run a successful business or or to create a business and, and blow it up and do it right. Obviously, you are doing this right. Making babies, you're doing right. Let's find something else that you can do right so that you can support these kids. Princess said, and they say women need birth control. Yeah, y'all dudes, wrap that thing up. We can't get pregnant without your sperm. There's a lot. Okay, let's, ugh, disgusting. All right, let's uh, take a look at this tweet. What are you starting to dislike more as you get older? Think about that. What are you starting to dislike more the older you get? Dustin, let's start with you. Um, sweet potatoes. 
first of all. sweet potato. I yams no more. Well, not what? I don't eat vegetable yams. No candied yams with all that syrupy. Oh my god! Really got black. I know. Call me all you want, but call me grown because I have outgrown that. The other thing I don't like. Uh, as I've gotten more uh, steeped into this commentary space and just working as a media personality and having to mm-hmm. kind of opine on these headlines, I'm tired of celebrities who are addicted to and, and intentionally attaching themselves to mess and to headlines for the sake of what they deem to be relevance. Ooh. Really tired of that. You keep seeing the same names over Ooh. and over and over again attached to mess. They keep saying how they don't want to be in it, but they keep Ooh. finding themselves in it. And I'm really getting tired of that as I get older. Yes, blue face and little Nas X. Okay, uh, Al, what are you getting tired of more? The the older you get, the older I get, I I gotta be honest. I'm I think I'm getting tired of cheap fast food. I oh. remember cheap fast food used to be like the go to. The Big Mac used to be like my little go to run in. Uh, grab two cheeseburgers, you know, if I'm working out and I want a big quick protein boost or something like that. But now it is really just starting to be gross. And it makes me go to the bathroom like immediately. Other than cheap fast food, I have to say I got one more. And that is customer service. Oh, my goodness. As I've gotten older, I just feel like customer service has just been tossed out the window. People now make you feel guilty because like so those are the two for me cheap fast food and horrible customer service all right um i'm gonna give i'm tired of paying my own bills i never had my gold digger age in that space and i wish i would have taken advantage of when i was a hot girl in the 20s and 30s that's number <laughs> one i'm sick of paying all these bills and carrying this overhead and i'm telling my age on this one i hate going out to dinner and the music is loud now I be wanting to have a conversation with my friends and I don't like the loud music. When I was younger, we'd be all into the loud music. Now I'm like, can you turn the music down? And I feel like I'm such an old lady when I do that now. I don't know, I don't like it right, Yeah, you're a little old for that one. Well, I Loud, You're not, yeah, really? I don't like it. Yeah, no, that's giving Glad real old lady. You at, Claudia, you remember how loud the music was? Uh, at the restaurant? Yeah, at the hookah, the second. At the hookah spot? Yeah, we had a good time. Was- but if it was less loud, then maybe I could have heard the BS that old boy was talking about. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know. All right, coming up next, an heiress is looking to give away her fortune. Oh, we want to know who this is. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TJF. I'm just looking at some of the comments from the soulmates. Kendra A said, I'm tired of loud ass noises too. That's really annoying. And uh, Chris Sierra said, you're still a hot woman, Claudia, but I ain't paying your bills. Damn. <laughs> okay. And uh, BJ says, tweaking, I think they meant twerking in public places. I'm so sick of twerking too. I don't know how y'all feel about that, but all right. I guess y'all like it. Moving on. Hallie Bailey bashed a nail salon on social media for refusing to service her sister because she was late. Take a look. Literally, like, I have been here. I told you that she was going to be late on the phone already before I got, before we set the appointment. And now you're telling me when my sister is five minutes away now that she's canceled while she's on her way? I'm like, that's not right. Like, and I've been a consistent customer. All right, take a look at the salon owner's response. She was late 35 minutes. And of course, like I said, like, I'm really sorry. Like, I know you are a loyal client. It's not your first time you come, but Unfortunately, we can't take her because in 25 minutes we have next appointment. And of course she said like, your next client can wait. All right, who do you think is in the wrong here, Al? Um, Haley's in the wrong. I mean, sorry. If you know anything about, oh, Claudia, you know this. The nail salons guy, it's a whole different business out here in Los Angeles. You walk in there and literally it's packed super packed especially the good ones and you have to be there on time they tell you you actually if you go you know you can't be late if you're more than 10 or 15 minutes late those ladies will keep it pushing and especially if it's a policy now i understand you're famous i understand that you're a celebrity i understand that you are a returning client but if a returning client has to follow those rules unfortunately miss um celebrity lady you and your sister has to as well 
Now, I know in the chat they're saying, this is old, this is old, this is from three months ago. Yes, we know that, but sometimes we don't get to them when it happens. We have other stories. And it's still a conversation worth having, you know, celebrity clients versus, you know, thinking that other people should be bumped in, you know, to kind of accommodate them. So I think it's still a relevant conversation. So just, you know, we're having this conversation. Dustin, what do you think about it? Yeah, you know, anytime I'm in a position where I'm receiving a service somewhere, I try my best to just contribute to the ease of the entire process, right, as much as I can. When I'm met with good service, I definitely do my part to make sure we have a cohesive experience and everything runs smooth. I think that Holly had a, 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 a valid frustration. I, we understand the rules are the rules, but she also was bringing in her sister, Chloe. I'm sure they were going to be generous tippers. This wasn't her first time at this salon. I think an accommodation could have been made. But I think the person who really kind of accelerated this story into the mainstream was uh, Holly Bailey's boyfriend, the rapper and streamer DDG. Uh, he was the one who went onto the internet and asked for his uh, followers and supporters to leave low Yelp reviews on the site of the nail salon. And that's why the owner then spoke forward. So, and I think that speaks to what people's initial hindrance to, to be happy about their pairing was about, right? They didn't want him to affect her in a negative way and impact her business, the business of Holly Bailey in a negative way. And him doing things like this, unfortunately, he won't beat those allegations anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, I think it's unfair to blame the nail salon for your, you know, for for your girlfriend being late or your girlfriend's sister being late. Um, I understand this. I've definitely run late several times. And if they can take me, I understand. And if they can't, I also have to understand. And mm -hmm. I can't think, well, because I'm on TV sometimes, yeah. that you should make someone else that may be a long-term customer client have to wait 30, mm -hmm. you know, for my service. I just think we have to be a little bit more considerate and not think it's, there's other people before yeah. us and after us. Right. But if I was a salon owner as a celebrity like this, I would probably try to keep it cool and try to find someone else to come in. Maybe there's a happy medium somewhere. Uh, do we have time for this real quick? An Austrian heiress is giving away most of her $27.1 million fortune, and she's recruiting 50 people to help her redistribute it. 31-year-old Marlene Engelhorn inherited the money from her late grandmother and said, I have inherited a fortune and therefore power without having done anything for it. If politicians don't do their job and redistribute, then I have to redistribute my wealth myself. Do you find this admirable, uh, Dustin? Well, she ain't no fool because she said she was willing to give 90% away. That leaves her keeping a cool 2.7 million, I believe. So she ain't she's crazy, but she ain't that crazy. I wouldn't have done this. I just would have donated generously to the charities that I support. Okay, Al, what do you think? Yeah, she's crazy. <laughs> I ain't giving my $27 million away. And if I wanted to be charitable, I would create a charitable trust, create yeah. a company that start a philanthropy outreach or some type of charity and give it away that way. All right. Well, why can't we run across people like this? Man, we hear, hey, hey, rich people. All right. I want to thank my co-hosts, Al Reynolds and, and Dustin Ross for joining me tonight. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. We'll see y'all tomorrow. But before we go, real quick, Al, your YouTube channel? Oh, at, don't forget the at, at the Al Reynolds. That's at symbol, the Al Reynolds. Okay. And mine is Life with Claudia Jordan. Do you have one, Dustin? No, but you can listen to the Friends on every Wednesday. All right. Bye, y'all. <laughs>